so I believe looking at the list, Fergus, it's back to yourself. It looks good. Um, I'm gonna go for one that uh, I hope that no one has. This might be a bit a little, little bit left the field, and I was initially worried about this film because I was thinking. There's no trailer. There's not a lot about it. This is going to get pushed on. But when I did look it up and I did a bit of research, it's so it's it's due to be released December 2021. But it's not a film that got pushed back, I think. I think that they're waiting for mid-year to release the trailer. Um, It was, like when I looked it up, it was like, uh, they had a pushback from 2019 and then they actually it says by November 2020 filming had already finished and reshoots occurred production production officially wrapped 12th of December 2020 so I think I'm okay with this <laughs> this one I was worried about I was like oh fuck this is gonna be because there's no trailer no nothing um, this film is called Nightmare Alley ah oh, <laughs> I was looking Funny, it up there yeah. during the break only I literally only heard of this yesterday. Um, like Instagram, I was on Instagram. They dropped the release day for it. Yeah, I think I think this could be very good. It's uh, originally a book, and then it was made into a film in I think like nineteen forty seven. I feel it was, um, which has quite a high rate in itself. I think it's like a seven point eight and like a an eighty odd on on IMDb uh, for a film from like the late forties. Um, but uh, it has a, a really good cast and a really good director and as I said like, I was worried about this maybe not being released at the right time but when I saw the that it, it, it had officially wrapped up last December I was like surely surely it's going to be out this year uh, I'll give you a quick premise an, abish, an ambitious I'll start that again excuse me I've had a couple of drinks uh, an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people will I'm start again <laughs> fuck excuse take me take your time son take your time I've started on the wine as well so it's all kicking in uh, an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well known chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is that sounds mental it does a carny um... <clears throat> Is it miscasting having Bradley Cooper as a carny? That that was my thing when I was reading it. No, I think he'd be brilliant. I think he's gonna be fantastic. World's most handsome carny. What fair is that that you go to? Sign me up. It, excuse me. It's <laughs> it's the it's the same carnival that Luke is Butler. Luke and the Heartrobs. Yeah. He's yeah, a carny. Well, no, he's more of a, he's a stunt man. No, but he's a carny though. He goes from town to town in a travelling carnival. Yeah, but I think of it, I have quite a car anymore as like the guy who either cleans up the elephant shit or fixes you in the claw machine. Like, I'd, yeah, no, yeah. no, but we all do, we all do. But like, it, like I mean, he played the handsome carny in that film. He played the handsome stuntman who works for the carnival. Butler, Butler, Butler. The man can drive a fucking bike. He's the handsome carny. He's he's literally a carny. The man's flicking around a switchblade. He's covered in tattoos. He's bleach blonde hair. He's from the south. He's a piece of shit. He has no prospects. He's a carny. He literally goes from town to town. Like he follows his act town to town. He's the he is the literal epitome 
of a carney. Well, so, you've, either, you've either described a, a carney or Anne Nicole Smith. <laughs> Both. Was she not a carney? <laughs> I feel like I've seen her in the circus. Anyway, Bradley Cooper plays Stanton Stan Carlisle, which is amazing. Uh, the psychiatrist is played by Kate Blanchett. Willem Dafoe is in it. Tony Collette. Richard Jenkins. Ron Perlman. Rooney Mara. It's got a, a very, very stacked cast. I think this is going to be a really, really good psychological thriller. And it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. So I'm very excited for this. It could, it could be a winner, all right. I think it could be. It sounds good and a great cast as well. Or it could mm. be too mental for anyone to make head or tail of. It could be, um, you know, there, like, you know, we were talking about like Nolan and, and, um, you know Tenet and that kind of stuff and you're like oh, you know he went to Nolan on this and I don't know maybe I haven't seen that much Guillermo del Toro to, to go is he gone too far or has he gone too far but um, I don't know great cast uh, it's already a book it's already a film that did quite well it's old enough as a book it's old enough as a film to be remade um, it sounds really I don't know it sounds like really interesting in my opinion, like I love the dynamic between Tony Soprano and his psychiatrist. Like that, that was like two different worlds. And you take a carny and a psychiatrist, like a, a, a well, you know, like a clearly, you know, like a career woman and a carny and put them together. Explosive butter. So I don't know. Look, I think it's going to be good. The, put, put me down for, for a nightmare alley. And I, I, it's great, great, uh, great name as well. It it does. Yeah, I originally thought when it was out in the forties, like when it when I saw it, it was, it was released in the late forties. I thought like, oh, it's a Hitchcock film, but it's not. But um, it does quite well, and I I think it's gonna be a good one. And, and as I said, like because there's no trailer, no scenes, no pictures of it, I was worried. But when I looked it up, it was like, oh, it wrapped up filming this time. Uh, it did its uh, reshoots already, so I, I'm I'm confident confident that it's coming out. Sounds like a Before bowling movie. Christmas. A bowling movie. <laughs> <laughs> the big Lebowski. Well, that's an interesting one there, Frank. Um, Buller, it's yourself, and then it's on to me for a double pick again. Okay. I think my next one, and tactically picking this before Gogan picks his next two. I'm going with Shang-Chi. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Well played. I was saving it. I was saving it for late. It was me. Me acing the hole, and we all I know didn't why. Think... We all know why. I'm glad. I'm glad I got that in there. Well, well I'm first... glad that you have to explain why you picked it. Well, one of my main reasons is if it doesn't come out in the cinema, it can come out on Disney Plus. Um, it is coming out on Disney Plus. Uh, as opposed to the cinema, or as well as yes, as as opposed to the cinema. It is oh well, I didn't know that. So hey, I flipped that one. Um, I don't know anything about the comics at all, really. So I'm a bit blind on this, but I can imagine from a Marvel martial arts and kind of like a, a predominantly Asian cast for the first time. I'm expecting an absolute cinematic spectacle. I think it's going to be mm. off the wall. Yeah, it could be a walk in the park, I think. Stunts, martial arts. And I think 
it's definitely the most attached project to the phase four uh, MCU, I think. So I think they're oh. free to do a lot of stuff here. Um, right, massive. Simu Liu is playing Shang-Chi. I can't say I know him. Uh, the only person I know in this is Aquafina, which she's in Ocean's Eye. I always think her name sounds like an expensive water what? you buy at the airport. I'm pretty sure Aquafina is a water. Interesting. I think she's also a person. Um, the director is a guy called Destin Daniel Cretton. And the only thing he's really done of note before this is that Michael B. Jordan movie, Just Mercy, where he plays like a lawyer. So this mm. is a crazy one for him to be like getting a Marvel movie to, yeah. especially this, to kind of tackle. It's due out roughly July 9th. So it should, should be out plenty of time this year. And I think it's going to be the most distinctive of the Marvel movies at the minute. Because, yeah. um, I mean, there's a lot coming out. There's a few coming out this year. There's a backlog of them. And we may or may not pick the other ones, but I think out of the ones that were coming out this year, for me, this was the no-brainer one to uh, snap up. Uh, I, I'm raging because um, I was saving it. Um, I think I should have said, you know, I had other ones before, and I was like, should I, should I go for it? And I was like, such a convoluted, you know, name, maybe... The lads will skip by it. But, <laughs> but where is the Mandarin fucking, like I do? It, it was on fucking, everyone's list. It's definitely like, I mean, imagine trying to play charades with this one. I mean, you get it straight away, I suppose, because you're like, fucking hell. <laughs> one, yeah, what two, if you worked in Starbucks? Three, four, five. <laughs> it's like fucking eight. It's like eight words. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Damn it. Um, but look, I, I, I completely agree with your pick, partner. I think it was a, a, a top-notch pick, and yeah, without, without, without sounding um, like the epitome of white privilege, uh, I think that it's the first ever film with Asian or Asian American complete cast, and that's it's the first of its kind, and I think that. Um, Again, without saying like you know uh, the the widest whitey on the planet, I think it was a banker to go for. And I had it in my list, and I, you know I knocked it down just thinking the lads are gonna take this one. No way! But clearly we all have Google, <laughs> so yeah. I made a fucking fatal error. You never underestimate the art of war. Never underestimate your opponents. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Was that a, a comment about the uh, film? <laughs> no, it's just a nice little That's... tie in of, of, of you know. Asian things. Uh, speaking of which, Gogan, you're next, eh? Oh, nice, uh, nice. But I was going to, in fairness, good pick. Um, on my list as well. I had it as a backup. I didn't actually have it as a as a top pick, but I just, I didn't do too much research on it. But from what, from how pissed off Fergus is, I feel like I've missed, missed an opportunity yeah. there with that as Maybe. well. So It is a bit of a blind man's bluff, though, because I really don't know much about it. Yeah. And kind of put me, not that it put me off, but again, I'll just blame myself for not doing the actual research so, on it. Before you go into the goblin, I think, I think the reason, you know, I think, look, it could be a, a great film, don't, don't get me wrong, but of course it's a landmark for, for the, the casting in the film, but also there was massive upset um, in relation to the uh, Iron Fist uh, Marvel TV show. And I think that's kind of coming off the back of that. I think it might do really well. I think it might do really well. 
Okay, okay. Um, so it is on to myself next for a double pick. Oh, um, and then you again. Oh, uh, oh, that's interesting uh, that you have two double picks. But please go it on. No, it, it does actually work out quite fair. Um, I'm sure it does. Again, it, it does actually, Fergus. But uh, thank Let's you for the legend concern. of the double picks. Says the man who's had two double picks. <laughs> yeah, but I also, I've made such a, a fucking mess of mine. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> Again. In step, in step, Dave Gogan to fuck things up a little bit. So um, for the first one, I have this down on the list and I, I wasn't going to use it, but there's been a lot of movies picked that I haven't had a chance to use. So instead, this one, it is a movie that I have watched the trailer for and talked about before on the podcast. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> Excuse me, Fergus. I said the Marks one. <laughs> <laughs> it sits at a, a delicious 33. Sumptuous. Uh, but um, yeah, look, I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this one up, but then uh, I watched the trailer earlier on again today and I was like, you know what? I really did enjoy watching that trailer. Big Ghostbusters fan. There's a good cast and I think it's a solid bet that I feel won't go below a certain percentage mark that I feel I can, I can if I'm in a good position, this should help me stay stay in there, you know. I'll just give a quick synopsis out again. Um, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Somehow, a town that isn't anywhere near a tectonic plate, that has no fault lines, no fracking, no loud music even, is shaking on a daily basis. Under the dining table now! Hey, remember that one summer we died under a table? I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? There hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. New York in the 80s, it's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. Wait a minute. Who are you? We have excellent cast. Um, uh, Finn Wolfhard from uh, Stranger Things. Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd, um, Carrie Coon, uh, McKenna Grace. It, it's a great cast, and I'm really looking forward to watching it. I think it's a summer release date as well, which is perfect for this movie. Um, I feel safe enough with this because I feel, even if it does struggle to get a release date in Europe, I think the American uh, cinema will, will pick it up first, so I feel it will still get a score, and I should be safe enough then for the end of okay. the year. So... Um, just gonna lock that in there, and just as I'm keeping track of these, I'll just write that one down. I think um, I wasn't going to pick it per se, just because I didn't want to take a gamble on it. Because you know, 
reboots can go either way, but I think it does have the right ammunition going that. I think it, you're looking, it will fall more on the scale of good than bad. It's just a question of whether that's 65% or 95%. That That's what I'm hoping. I hope it doesn't drop yeah. below the 65, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Um, Paul Rudd, sorry, is the actor that I could not think of, but big fan of him, so hopefully uh, mm. he, he will add to the point. My second movie, it, oh, this is a tricky one, and I I really didn't want to go for this. And you'd be surprised that I didn't want to go for this because you probably would have thought it's my first pick. It's the James Bond movie, No oh. Time to Die. Name? Bond. James Bond. So you're not dead. Hello, Q, I've missed you. It's the most valuable asset this country has. If you feel yourself losing control, I'm not going to lose. Control. James, you gave up everything for her. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. What is it? You don't know what this is. James Bond. Licensed to kill. History of violence. I could be speaking to my own reflection. Only your skills die with your body. Mine will survive long after I'm gone. So we all know it's been pushed back again to October. The third time it's been pushed back. I am shitting myself that this is going to be pushed back to 2022. And and to be honest, if it does, I probably won't go to see it because I'm so pissed off it's been pushed back three times. It's like, stop ruining the experience for everyone. Release the movie. Make a deal with a fucking streamlined service. Make a deal with Amazon. Make a deal with Netflix. Get mm. the fucking movie out there. You're not this fucking god. You're, you're ruining the Bond experience for everyone. Anyway, that's my rant over. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I understand. I, I completely get it. Like, I think, I, I think that film has been wrapped for ages. I, I mean, apart from maybe some stunt, stunty type reshoots, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of stunts in it. Like, I mean, I, I, I've been waiting for this film for a long time. Like, we're all kind yeah. of Bond fans, I suppose, in, in a way, like, different way, shape, and form. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I've been waiting for it for fucking ages. And we already know who the bad guy is. I'm dying to see who the, the who's doing the the song. Actually, does anyone know? Billy Eilish. It's uh, Billy Eilish. It's a good song. Billy Billy Eilish, please, God, you grandpas. Jesus. Well, at least we knew who sang it. Yeah. Okay, bo- okay, boomer. <laughs> um, I haven't heard it actually. Is it, what's the song like? Show you. I didn't like. I, it. I like it. It's a classic Bond song. Well, there's classic Bond songs that are good, but I, I wasn't mad on it. I think you need to listen to it a couple of times and you kind of grow mm. into it. But I, I know what you mean, Butler. First first time just to I was like, is this it? But Say you're 10 done, Gogan. No, he's got seven done. No, I've got seven done, yeah. But anyway. Um, Sweet Jesus. <laughs> My list is looking fairly bare. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, go, going back to this, the reason why I'm taking a gamble on it and I feel like, again, 
it's not going to get me a 90% score, but it should just be enough to kind of carry me through. Um, Spectre, which I thought was the worst of the, actually probably the second worst of Bond movies that has come out recently, that gets 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. If I can get 63% hmm. on this or higher, I'll be happy enough again. What My did worry uh, is, Quantum Tomatoes get? Oh, that's a good question because that is by far the worst. That's by far. That's <laughs> I, by think far you're on, I think you're on a good algorithm of it, though, going because the bomb movies usually go good, bad. So yeah. oh, you're on you're on to the good, you know. What the quantum Ooh, quantum, get? 64%. So technically mm, okay, better okay, yeah. than Spectre. Um, but anyway, look, I'll take either of them. It, it pushes me through. My worry is that it won't be um, released this year. And if that's the case, <laughs> it's, it really put me against the Bond movies because, again, it's nothing special. They My put like, was, sorry, they put like twenty million dollars into the promotional material for this, so I think that's why they mm. want to actually release it in a, mm. in a cinema. Oh, look, and to be honest, I can completely, uh, I, I can understand that point because you look at a movie like, say, for example, in a Netflix-based movie where um, The Irishman, for example, that had a budget of one hundred fifty-nine million. And box office wise, it got eight million. So that was streaming and cinema. So that wasn't good. So you can understand the hesitation from their end, but I just feel by the time the movie comes out, people are just going to probably slate it because it just took so long to hit the trailers. However, so I'll still take a 63 64. Um, and it's Harry really good... Fukunawa, the director that we were talking about last week. So I think you're on to a yeah. winner there. Yeah. I was gone. Yeah. I would. I had it near enough to the end of my list, but I was definitely going to try and throw it in. Yeah, and I, I, I really am looking forward to seeing how <clears> Rami Malek there, yeah. does in the role as well. You know, I think he's, I think he's uh, great. Yeah, but I mean, ugh, it could go south, doesn't it? Like, it could easily go south. Yeah, exactly. Like Christoph exactly. Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz, unbelievable. Love him. Bad. Bad Bond film, I think. Good I mean, Bond he, film, but wasted. I think. I think well, I mean, yeah. he took on he took on Blofeld, who's like one of the most iconic. Um, Bond yeah, films. but it, it's what he was given. Much. I, I think, think. Look, I, I said I, this. No, but you're right. I think I, I I've said this before. It's like it's like you can only do what you can with mm-hmm. what's put in front of you. Like I mean, you know, I won't, I won't blame Christoph Waltz for he yeah. he wasn't. It wasn't a bad. I wouldn't go. That was a bad performance. I would go. That was shitty writing and a shitty idea for a shitty character. Best yeah. one was Miles Mikkelsen by a mile, I think. Ah, oh, it's the best Bond movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Say which one? Miles Mikkelsen, uh, Casino Royale. Oh, Casino Royale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, no, start pretty, start yeah. to finish is just fantastic. Miles Mikkelsen, by the way. And a great, uh, a great, a great, a great Michael, song. Michaelson. Well. <laughs> That's what I said. Michael Madsen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's his Irish cousin, so, Mads Michaelson. <laughs> Fergus, it's on to you next, and we're on the final ten. So, uh, how many films do I have down? Huh? So <laughs> pull out straight away. <laughs> what? We're on it's number like- twenty now. Oh, sorry, I, I, I'm with you now. I thought you were like, Fergus, pick your 10th movie. No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I was Fergus like, has been shafted. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. You have four um, picks left. <laughs> four picks left. I have four. Oh, Christ. Yeah. I don't even know if I had that good of films left for that. 
Um, oh God, Christ! So many good ones taken. I'm actually raging that Butler took the um, <laughs> Shang Chi film. I think I think he's stalling for time here, Butler. What do you think? I'm going to so. go. Yeah, with... We're to put you on the clock here. I'm going to yeah, go tick, with. Tick, tick, tick. Uh, I really um, hope you wind up getting the marksman. I don't care. You can already have it with the percentage. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Buggy. Buggy? What is it? Buggy. B-O-O-G-I-E. Haven't heard of it. Um, so uh, it's the directorial debut of Eddie Huang, who is a celebrity chef, actor. I mean, he's done it all. Um but he's directing a film. It's set in contemporary New York City and follows a Chinese-American basketball phenom who struggles to balance the expectations of his immigrant family with his own dreams of becoming a player in the NBA. Um, again, I, I watched the trailer. It looks pretty good. Uh, Eddie Huang uh, released a kind of... I mean, it's a film, but it's more of a documentary that he released last year. It was very, very, very highly rated. Um, this is kind of his first foray into actual, I mean, non-fiction. Um, so it could be quite a controversial pick. Uh, I only know him, and the only reason I know the only other, and in air quotes I make, actor, which is terrible because he's dead, um, he's not an actor, he's a rapper named Pop Smoke. I only know who he is because he died last year. He was shot. Um, he's in it and he plays kind of rival in the film. But I have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to do well in, in, in the critic land, in my opinion. No one believes in an Asian basketball player. Have mercy on my soul. It's a joke in this country. We can cook, clean, count real good, but anything else, we pick last. Cause I got it on me. But if you stick to our plans and we beat Monk, we'll get our shot at the NBA. Look. But unbelievable. Don't let my Subway growth. Go, go. I've got to represent. I got 5,000 years of Chinese history. There's still a lot of pressure. I know how you feel. But you have a chance to change history. Like going by the trailer, it's very, um, it, it kind of taps into the kind of culture of Asian Americans of like politeness and like, let's be polite rather than I'm going to fight my corner for something that I know is right. Uh, but it's actually my culture to be polite. So I'll let it go. Um, and also, you know, someone trying to have their dream realized and being in the NBA, but having the stigma against them because they're Asian. And I suppose in the NBA, you don't look directly towards Asian people as NBA players. I mean, you have, um, what is your man's name? Uh, he really, really famous Asian player. He's like seven foot something. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've yeah, I mean, but I mean, you don't have a high capacity of, of, of Asian uh, basketball players. But look, I thought that like the trailer looked um, pretty good. It's very indie, but uh, I don't know. I think I think it could be up there. I know I I, I doubt either of you've watched this, but um, I think it could be, you know, 
I know, I know, I know his, his last one was a documentary and it's more about him being a chef, but uh, people love Eddie Huang and I think that this could be a good one. It could be my, one of my, one of my dark horses I'm putting in. Interesting. Rank, Interesting. I appreciate a good program. dark horse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw it in. So that's my pick. Boogie. Interesting. Very Interesting. Um, Butler, it's on to you for a double pick. Oh, I got another double pick. How wonderful. No, they haven't had one. <laughs> uh, right, well, hopefully I can put a bit of a stranglehold on this. With a... What did I do to you, Gavin? I'm sorry, it's the way it worked. Right. Um, I am going to pick another Netflix film. Oh. Uh, I'm going to pick up, it's biopic. It's called Blonde. It's about Marilyn Monroe's life. I think... Uh, it's due out towards the end of next year so it could be hopefully in the Oscar contentions it stars Anna de Armas who I think we're all a big fan of from oh. Knives Out Blade Runner 2049 oh. interesting oh. one from Marilyn Monroe because I thought she's kind of well she's ethnic I assume so it's kind of an interesting one for her to do but you know if white people can play Hispanics then sure why not do it the other way around it'll be interesting to to, to hear her kill the accent because she does like I mean her English is absolutely like immaculate obviously but it'll be interest, interesting to hear her kill the the twang that she has in the accent yeah yeah um, it's the way from looking at the cast for the movie I think it's done it's centred around her love life I think because they have the, her three main famous love interests are cast in it. Bobby Cannavale of um, you know, Boardwalk Empire and Vinyl and Ant-Man. He plays Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Adrian Brody plays Arthur Miller. And a guy called Casper Phillips plays JFK. Obviously, they're her three main squeezes. The reason I kind of picked this, because like, well, my office can be so hit and miss these days. And the reason that mm. I kind of like, I thought this could be a winner. It's directed by Andrew Dominic. Who did the assassination oh, of Jesse James and Chopper? Yeah, and stuff, so yeah, 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 yeah. He usually throws out corkers. And it could be, I'd say it'll be one of these Oscar buzzy ones where I never, I don't think anybody watched this movie, but it came out last year. It's Renee Zellweger doing Judy Garland. I can't even think of the name of the movie. But people. I know. I never actually watched it, but I actually, I, I, I remember the film coming out, but I never actually, actually got around to watching the thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it could be on a similar level to that. And then there was. Michelle Williams did Marilyn Monroe years ago in a movie. I can't think of mm. what it's called. Um, but uh, I think it could be similar to that and it seems to be cast in interesting way. So I'll lock in Blonde. Um, I'm happy with that. Now my mm-hmm. next thing is I could, I'm either going to pick a biopic or I'm going to be like you, Fergus, and pick a dark horse. So... I don't want too many biopics. Like, all right, I'm gonna go. Could be the alcohol talking. I'm gonna go to Dark Horse, <laughs> and this really could go either way. But I have faith in it for some reason. It's called Bruised. Do you guys know? No, I no. It's a uh, it's the directorial debut of Halle Berry, and she also stars in it. She plays a disgraced mixed martial arts fighter, Jackie Justice, who has to face one of the rising stars of the NBA world and deal with the return of her six-year-old son oh. to the mother he deserves. Um, oh, that sounds bad. I think I think that's an absolute. <laughs> 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 no, 
Sorry, I'm laughing because that sounds like something I watched when I was high. Uh, like I would have read that synopsis and gone, roll a joint, let's do this. Like that sounds fucking hilarious. I think that this could be a sequel. I I'm I'm back really? in Halle Berry here. Yeah, she's been quiet lately. It's directorial debut. Netflix are very happy to pick this up. It wasn't an original Netflix movie. Um, and you know, like I'm not saying it's going to be like the next Warrior or anything, but. You never know. All right, the name is terrible, Jackie Jules. And to be honest with you, I didn't read the plot synopsis when I picked it. And I read the name out loud, then I was like, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. It sounds like Black Dynamite to me. Have you seen Black Dynamite? Uh, the TV show? No. The, oh, no, that's a movie, isn't it? The movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but look, blonde, bruised, locked me in for about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and Blonde I, and bruised. Did they give a release date? There's not a release date, but I think it made a sort of a mini premiere a while ago somewhere. I don't, please, I don't think there's a rating. Please don't look it up to save my word for it. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. There, there is no oh, rating. What's, what's it called again? Gives, uh, gives bruised. The bruised. Again. <laughs> uh, bruised. So, uh, Ferg, it's actually back to yourself. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Interesting since I didn't get a double take, but you know, look. It might as well have been. I haven't. I haven't picked an ages. Look, I mean, look. You know, if I lose, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely uh, have an issue with it. Um, I, I'm gonna go for a biopic, and like Butler, I understand about how this can go south fast. I mean, it, it this could go really well or really, really, really bad. Um, the release date is the 13th of August 2021 um, I don't know if it was pushed back or not but you know I was I was kind of reluctant to put this in it was one of my kind of backups and I had to put a backup in because my my top 10 got absolutely decimated through the, the double picks which I again will protest um, I'm going to go with Respect Rita Franklin Rita Franklin biopic Arita, you do talk, don't you? Not just sing. I like you to call me Miss Franklin. to disturb the peace when you can't get no peace. The reason I went with it is because of who is playing uh, Aretha Franklin, which is Jennifer Hudson. I feel like she's, yeah, she's acted before. We know she can act. Um, uh, I think she's in one called um, something, something about bees. Oh, what's the name of that film? Oh God, it's it's the name has bees in it anyway, um, and it's a very harrowing uh, slavery 
type story. Precious. Um, and I th- uh, uh, <laughs> precious. No. Um, this is like slavery era kind of story. Um, uh, and, and she's brilliant in it. I thought like she acted she, very well. She won an Oscar for Dreamgirls, did she? Or am I imagine that? Dreamgirls? I don't think yeah. Dreamgirls won an Oscar. It's a terrible film. I thought she won an Oscar. Right? Did she? Possibly. I don't know, actually. Uh, can someone look it up? <laughs> Sorry, uh, we have our team, uh, our producers looking you know, off. A thousand uh, monkeys working on a thousand typewriters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if she did or not. Did she? Is anyone looking this up? Or I'll, I'll look it up. Give it, give it a quick Google there. See if she did. She did. Um, I'll actually look up that film that she's in. Um, Real quick. Uh, Hudson is the recipient of numerous accolades, including an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, and two Grammy Awards. She has won a go- uh, uh, what? What did she win it for? Dream Girls. What? Was it Dream Girls? Wow. Yeah. No, uh, I like. I didn't almost believe you because I was like, I thought that was a shitty film. I mean, she was great in it, but like, th- like that's what. I, like, I mean, I I had picked her because she was good in it. Shitty film. Um, she was in another one. Oh, I can't remember the name of the film. It's something to do with bees. And it's pissing me off so much I can't remember the fucking name of it. Anyway, she's playing Aretha Franklin. Um, I know for a fact um, Jennifer Hudson has like an absolute powerhouse of a voice on her. Like, I mean, the woman can fucking sing and live. Um, So like, I mean, a a judge on the voice for so many years. So that says a lot. (laughs) That says it all. (laughs) (laughs) It goes like, uh, if I could uh, chime in here, uh, she was judging her voice. So, you know, I mean, quite clearly, she's top level. <laughs> Judge on the voice. <laughs> anyway, if anybody doesn't know her, Aretha Franklin, uh, one of the most beautifully re- respected singers of, of all time, R-E-S-C, R-E-S-P-C-T. I, I, I sign that terribly. Anyway, um, it's a... a Biographical film um, about Reed Franklin. Um, it's directed by Lysel Tommy. I've never heard of him. Um, anyway, I think that she's going to be great in it. I think that it's a great pick because, as I said, Butler, she's got a Golden Globe. She's got an Oscar. We know she can act and we know she can sing live. So I think great pick for the film. Um, you know, I've heard people that are kind of skeptical about the film. That have thought maybe is it gonna live up to it? Because do you know what you were saying to me earlier on uh, about like the the Dune book um, that it couldn't it couldn't live up to the source material? Um, I don't know. Aretha Franklin is such a huge influential character. Are they gonna do it justice? I feel that like as I said, like she has this unbelievably natural voice, and I've heard her live before. Uh, she can act. I think she's going to do it justice. So I, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with respect as as my. But if he, nine, nine pick. Eight, isn't it? Eight pick for you. You are left with. Yeah, that's your eight pick. So you still have two more. I have two more after that. Fergus, do you think it's this century's What's Love Got to Do with It? It could be, but it could be. Um. Great film, by the way. Yeah. Um, Never on and, TV anymore. You no, and 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 that was a real surprise for me because uh, Gogan, if you could stop whistling, please. <laughs> it's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> How dare you? What's love um, got to do? 
that was that was one that you put me onto, Butler actually. Um, and as I said, like Nicole's kind of looking forward to this kind of film, and you had said to me about this film, and you're saying um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was great in it, uh, plays a bastard very well, and he does. He yeah. plays a bastard very very well. Um, and it was actually when I just got back from Canada, I was I was back in July. We were stuck in lockdown. I needed something to watch. And Nicole was like, this sounds amazing. And I'm pretty sure it was like a TV movie. Yeah, it's not like... It's real under the radar one for like a biopic. Mm. Especially because they didn't make... Biopics became a thing reading the early 2000s. But Mm. this is like 1990. No, it was like the 90s. And I, I feel like it was a TV movie. Um, yeah, that's probably they usually did biopics more as TV movies back then. Yeah, yeah, and it was brilliant. And um, I feel that this might be that kind of maybe that kind of era. Maybe um, what's the film with um, Brian Wilson that we love? Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy. It could be a Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy. Um, great. Love and Mercy is fantastic. If you haven't seen Love and Mercy, please do watch Love and Mercy. Even if you don't know who the fuck the Beach Boys are, which quite clearly you maybe should know. Uh, through passing who the Beach Boys are watch Love and Mercy great film um, but yeah I, I feel like this could be up there with the with the good biopics and I'm yeah. surprised when you say biopic because I thought you were going to go for the Elvis film that is one that I have on don't tell people things <laughs> uh, well I have not there's another biopic I have written down here that's uh, that's due out soon and it's on a similar similar tread to respect but i was mm. like um i also kind of want to pick movies that i, I want to sit i'm going to sit down and 100 now i'm going to watch like there's yeah. a few that i've had on the list i'm like i think that could be well reviewed but i mean will i ever get around to watching it you know so i completely agree with you like i've been snaky in a way of going i'm going to pick this film because you know i think that rotten tomatoes are going to like this film i mean who didn't who wasn't going to be snaky about like, you know, who didn't look up Rotten Tomatoes? They like this film. They're going to fucking like this film. Um, but I think that like, I mean, I ended up with most, most, you know, from films that were taken out and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I ended up with most films that I, I definitely would watch. I mean, I'm probably watching this back. It sounds like you've already lost the the fight here, guys. The way you are talking. Like, come on, bit bit of bit of fighting talk from the Bowie's place. Easy there, Judas in the background. <laughs> Well, when Gogan sits down to watch the French Dispatch, we'll see what he thinks. Gogan, Gogan has a boy, by the way. Gogan, Gogan got the first one, uh, you know, indefinitely. Was, so, he, I mean, you, he you should get a shitty... Me the first one. I mean, whatever jersey you get is going to have bad stitching. Just it's going to it. have Judas that's, on the back of it. Yeah. I'd still wear it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'd still wear it in the apartment. Kira, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't leave the apartment. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Judas on the back of my jersey, for fuck's sake. Okay, so um, that moves it on to myself. Um, had a bit of a think about this, because I, I actually do have a few movies left, so <laughs> I really don't want to fuck this up for myself. And um, again, I'm going to refer back to our previous podcast episodes and how many, I don't think we did that many episodes Gogan we all thought this would be good but we might have slated it in the end however I still feel it would be enough not for it to get too much of a slating on Rotten Tomatoes and that is The Little Things with Denzel mm-hmm. 
Something I gotta know. How's a guy with the best clearance rate in the department work 15 years without a promotion? Maybe I didn't go to the right church. When I look in your eyes, what I see, it ain't good. He knew all the details, but he wasn't within 10 miles of the killing. Why is that? Why is that? How's the trunk space? What do you want? I want to nail the bastard. For who? For all of the girls he killed. I want to nail the bastard too. The difference is, I'm doing it for me. It's little things, Jimmy. I had it. I had it in the reserves just in case, but I still think it's going to be shy. Yeah, and like to be honest, it, it's a gamble. And the reason why I've probably picked it instead of the other movie I had listed down beside it is it's due for a release there in February. So let's see the score. Let's get the score on the board early. You know, let's see mm. what I'm starting with, and uh, it, it can only probably go up from there. <laughs> but um, or kind of. Yeah, Arcana. Yeah, that's it. Jeez, if I get ninety percent, fucking hell. Um, You've got a few was, early ones, Gogan. Like um, a lot of mine aren't out towards the tail end of the year. Here, you've got Cherry, Judas and the Black Messiah, possibly the French Dispatch, Last Night in Soho, In the Heights. They're all out the first quarter. Very year. early, yeah. It, yeah, it feels look, like Gogan might fall at the first hurdle. <laughs> I, 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 mo- most of mine are out in December. Like, the first hurdle, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look, at, at least I know. Go, Judas and Maxine. Go, no, 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 oh, Judas and Maxine. No, when we no. when we make millions off this podcast, that's what we're naming our horse. Yeah, at yeah, least yeah. I know. At least I know the movie will be out in twenty twenty one. You just take the risk by picking a December right, movie. Have a rating. Ooh. But uh, so look, yeah, we've talked about this before. Denzel, Rami Malek, Jared Leto. Um, the trailer probably does give a bit too much away um, and we all kind of felt a bit disappointed by the, by the end of it. Um, a, a quick synopsis, Deputy Sheriff Joe uh, Decay Deacon joins forces with Sergeant Jim Baxter to search for a serial killer who ter- is terrorised in Los Angeles. As they track the culprit, Baxter is unaware that the investigation is um, dredging up echoes of uh, Decay's past, uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than this case. Um, I'm 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 a little bit worried, but <laughs> I've done a bit of research. Do you know what? I um, hope this is a massive out of the furnace for you. Like I, I, I oh really fuck do. off! Don't be don't, How dare you use that? We both watched out of the furnace together. We we both suffered that pain. A big <laughs> a big fat out of the furnace. Uh, I think it will be. Um, I don't know. Like, look, I, I, said, I don't know. I think it could be a Denzel. Time. Let's hope it's a Denzel masterpiece. Um, a man on fire. Like I'm looking at look. Let's get Terry in here, and we can discuss that <laughs> yeah. on fire. Um, he won't remember it until he sees it again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what I did was I actually had a look at one of Denzel's old movies, The Equalizer Two, and I was like, okay, let's have a look at what that gets on Rotten Tomatoes. So fifty-one percent. I'd like to think, and analyzing this movie, it, it won't be 
in the same category as the equaliser too. So I like to think that I'm going to be in the 65% region of this. So again, could be playing it safe, but that's, that's a solid score that I'll take going forward on this. Um, and I'm going to lock in the, the little things uh, as my pick. And Fergus, it, it's on to yourself next. All right. I, I, I've had a look to my... <laughs> I've had a look through my list and I'm like, you know what? I feel like we're getting chopped with all these uh, double picks. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll look into this tomorrow. The the gaming commission is looking into this. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go for one that I'm like, surely this has to be good. Surely it's a big budget film. I'm gonna go for Black Widow. I used to have nothing. the only of all the Marvel movies I feel like it's a forced one they wanted a lot more female centric movies and I thought well we can do a Black Widow one I just I don't think there's much reason for it and that's why I just don't think it'll be that well reviewed I'm a big David Harbour fan who isn't uh, yeah exactly who isn't um, he plays um, kind of like the, the Russian version of Captain America Um I don't know. I, I I'm excited for it. Um, I haven't watched um the one you watched. Uh, what was it called? But um, uh, ooh, what's the fucking Captain Marvel? The, no, the the TV show you watched on Disney. Um, oh, oh, Wandavision. Um, Wandavision. Yeah, it's wonderful. If anyone hasn't watched Wandavision yet, get on it. Uh, if you like Marvel stuff, it's absolute Easter egg of. Stuff I feel like Ben, ben Thorne is still very middling about it, I feel. No, no um, he loves it. I was talking to him about him today. Oh, okay. That's not what he said behind your back. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you know, we've all clearly seen the early Marvel films on the Avengers. So if you don't know who it is, you're not going to watch the fucking film. So um, it's a film about Natasha Romanoff uh, and her quest between the films of Civil War and Infinity War. So it's somewhere placed in between Civil War and Infinity War. I have high hope for it. 
I think it might be good. I'm putting it in there. It's it's big budget, and as you said, who doesn't like David Harbour? Um, yeah. But you know what? Fuck it, I'm going for it. It's big budget. I don't, you know, it it like I look at the popularity rating of stuff as well online. It's trending negatively. It's the only one that I've put in that's trending negatively. For yeah, uh, you have hesitancy in your voice. I do. I, I, you're I do. saying I, I, you're I, saying I think this will be a hit, but you're not saying it with the with the enthusiasm or for some of your. It's going to be a fucking hit, right, Bunner? Go down, get on my face. That's more like it's it. It's going to be a fucking that hit. It's more like it. <laughs> do you know what? Blackwood is going to kick you in the dick. I'll take my Shang Chi and I'll raise you all your Black Widows, and we'll see who comes out on top. Fuck you and your Shang Chi. <laughs> it's going to be Black Widow, twenty twenty one, dominating, dominatrix. Well, we will see. And go Is it me again, Gogan? Oh, oh no, wait, I don't have a double pick. But it works out like you've had to... anyway. It's uh, back to Butler. You know what? You know what? Gogan, we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I've got four left here. Two slots to fill. I'll tell you right now, one of them that I'm not going to, I'm going to take a pass on is Elvis. One of you can have it if you want to. No one else on Elvis is going to be shite. Well, it's directed by Bob. I want to see Tom Hanks play Colonel Tom Parker. So It's going to be, I'm putting my seal of approval to say it's going to be shite. Uh, I hate Baz Luhrmann, so I, I think it's going to be crap. It'll be interesting to watch though. So that leaves me with three... <laughs> Okay, again, this is I'm following up Bruce with another bit of a left field one here, and these could be these things where I'm trying to think, God, I'm so clever, and they want to be shy. Um, mm-hmm. But it's another Disney, it's another Disney one, so there's a possibility of Disney Plus. I'm going with Jungle Cruise. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world, but if it gets into the wrong hands, it could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real, Which it's not. and I'm going to find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could be saved. I've been looking for this tree longer than anybody. I've tracked the legend to every village, every island, nothing. You're searching for something that can't be found. You've never had the key. Know this about the jungle. Everything that you see wants to kill you and can. Careful. It was on my list, but I took it off. I just. No. I watched the trailer and I was like, I I think that looks too shy. I I feel Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) will tear it apart. I yeah, think it's gonna be. Know. I they think have, it's gonna be very. They're quite approving of Jumanji, so I think it could follow a similar trend. This was originally supposed to come out in October 2019, 2019, mm. and it's coming out now the 30th of July this year. It's basically it's set during the early 20th century. A riverboat captain named Frank, played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, takes a scientist and her brother Emily Blunt <laughs> and Jack Whitehall. Uh, into the jungle to find oh, the tree Jack of life. Oh, Jack Whitehall. 
Yeah, which is believed to possess healing powers, all the while the trio must fight against dangerous wild animals and a competing German expedition. Tell you who's also in this. Jesse Clements, the man, is a rock star this year. And Paul Giamatti. First, there's a couple of things I think might push it above a standard score. Jack Whitehall's playing possibly one of the first openly gay characters in a Disney movie since LeFou in Beauty and the Beast. And he apparently has a coming out scene to The Rock, which could be interesting. Ah, it's, it's been done. It's been done. Not for Disney, though. No, I don't know. I mean, look, it's not. It's not. I don't a, like, know. It's a fact. It hasn't been done. No, I'm doing that. I'm just like I'm just. I'm just saying. Like, it's not. It's not, not a opinion. big thing. No, but it's not like it's not like. Oh, that's shocking. He's coming out anymore. It's like it's a fucking done thing. Like no, I know, I mean, but I mean, for like such down. usually like Disney are renowned for being quite of the last like I, fifteen years regressive. Like I mean, before. anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, racist. The Jim Crow crows. So, like, I mean, I think there's little steps in there. I think The Rock is is a shrewd actor. I think he, like, they might always be the most critically acclaimed movies, but he seems to lock into good, solid scripts. And I think this might have a throwaway to those old adventure movies of the four. It might have a little bit, even the Indiana Jones about it. And it's kind of like, I think it's partly inspired by an old Humphrey Bogart movie, The African Queen, which the only reason I mentioned that is because in what watching Archer, if anyone's ever seen Archer, they're going through the, yeah. <laughs> the jungle in the boat and uh yeah, and it's, pure, it's a and pure Archer's race coming like yeah Archer's <laughs> with Lana the black agent and he's like you're exactly like the African queen. She's like that was the name of the boat. He's like oh was it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly it's like that was the boat you asshole oh wait what <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which just always um, meant Archer being even better than, than um, he is. Yeah, but look, I think I think Jungle Jungle Cruise could be a bit of a, a sleeper. Now, you say Jungle be... Rhythm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, I think Jungle Rhythm. I mean Jungle Cruise. Uh, <laughs> could be the name of our movie, Jungle Rhythm. Jungle well, look, Rhythm. I look, I couldn't be easier on about this, and this could come in at like 40 something percent. But I'm hoping it's a bit of a sleeper hit. Um and I think one way or the other it will get released, which always kind of gives a bit of an advantage. Mm. So yeah, like I mean, you know, I I think I'll sit down to watch this either way. How many blunts in it? How many blunts? I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely watch it, but I just don't know if it's going to be. Um, Do you know what? Right? I I I admit right. Like, I I I I admit that. Um, I, like I mean, I mean, I am a massive, yeah, Jumanji fan. Um, I love Jumanji. It's like a, a childhood thing for me, but when they when they decided to remake Jumanji a reboot, I was furious. Like, how dare you? How dare you touch Robin Williams? Robin Williams is like, and I think for you as well, it's like you know, Hook, Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, he's got like Patch Adams. I mean, the man was your childhood at one stage, and I was really annoyed about it. And I, I'm pretty sure it was Ben Ford, and he was like, Do you know what? No, Give I told watch. you this. I'm pretty sure it was Ben, actually. I hate to admit it to you, Gogan, but it was Ben Foran who eventually convinced me. <laughs> Gogan's raging. He's still, Gogan does this thing where he's like, I'm going to write in the distance because I'm not annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write on the furthest part of the page because I'm not annoyed. I love you, Dave, but uh, maybe it was you. All Look, right. okay. No, 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 Ben can have his moment. Enjoy your moment, Ben. Look, it doesn't matter who said it. Any. <laughs> Basically, I was told, you know what, give the new Jumanji a chance. Um, it's a different film. It's a different type of film altogether. It's not Brilliant. the original Jumanji. 
Yeah, but it's a good film in its own right. It's like if you mm-hmm. think of it as a its own film, it it's it's great. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I like enjoyed the kind of it's that kind of film that I'd love to watch when I'm hungover because it doesn't require me to think a lot. There's not that type of like you know, there's no emotional investments, there's no, you know, I'm gonna get hurt at the end of this. Um but yeah, look, I enjoyed it and I you know, the the second one could be good. Uh I haven't seen this, but Jungle Cruise, I feel, is like a, maybe a step too far. I think it's going to be poor. It's ba- I mean, look, no, I'm not going to lie. It's based off a fucking... Take that, Butler. But it's based off a, a ride. Yeah, and Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one was outstanding. Mm, does lightning strike twice, Butler? I think not. Well, I'm just going to jump in there because I, I, I have a nice double pick coming up here. Um, of course you do. To finish yeah. off... My oh, who, who me with a double pick? The man who made the schedule? <laughs> the double, the double schedule. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. The schedule Actually, was you know a great the before we went live. Mine. <laughs> because That's you confused right. us. You bamboozled. You know what? You gave us your schedule. Everyone was like, you know what? Sounds good, Gogan. You could have said Anton to us and we would have went, Look, let's just do the fucking podcast. <laughs> no I mean, one was listening. Okay. Very harsh. And, okay. and you know, no, but like you played, you played a good game because you knew me and Butler wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and you did us. Well, He's like, whatever I, whatever I say. No, no, you're right though. Whatever I say about this, I know Butler and Fragus aren't going to listen to a word I'm saying about the structure, and I can bamboozle them. <laughs> and you know what? I toast you. There we go. I toast you. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Kaiser Sose, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so um, my first movie, I am I have a couple of movies left, and I don't really know why I'm picking this one. Um, it popped up on one of those lists that I had. just kind of looking at it earlier on, being like, this is tips to, to do quite well. It's an animated one, and... Oh, like, all right, I'm going for it. It's called Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, I saw this as well. It was tipped, but ooh. yeah, and the animation of poor. Yeah, see, it's Disney again, but is Disney? It is Disney, yeah. And I, I know what you mean, Fair, because I saw it. And I was like, hmm, doesn't look massively impressive, but yeah, again, it, it popped up on one or two lists, and I was like, okay. Let's throw it down in case. And you know what? Animated movies tend to, to do quite well. Um, and I kind of hope this does quite well for me because... <laughs> I think... Are you the only one to pick, you the one to pick a, a, an animated movie? Um, do, 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 do. I could be, yes. Um, and I had a couple down. To be honest, I had it. I had a couple of animated movies down and I rewatched them today and I was like, that looks shit. That looks shit. And then mm. I watched this and I was like, I'm going to keep this on the list because of obviously, as I said, it, it was on a couple of those pre-lists. So I'll just quick synopsis again. In a realm known as Commandra, a reimagined earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. Like that sounds shy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad like, that you got there before me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that, sounds, that sounds bullshit. <laughs> that sounds like grade A bullshit. But again, there, there must be something that's tipping this to do quite well. Um, and to be honest, 
I, I feel like this is the biggest risk I could put down. Um, but I'm willing to kind of hold on a bit of faith with the animation side of things and hope it, it carries me through. Um, so I'm going to lock in that, and I'm just going to write that one down. They, cause, they uh, usually knock out one great animated movie a year, so... Hmm. But yeah, there was there was a couple of others listed there, but again, I just didn't really want to didn't really want to touch them. Um, then my last pick, and there's some top movies that I had listed down that I haven't touched, and this one I am picking mainly because of the director that's involved with it, and it is the Last Jewel. Yeah, rings yeah, a bell. Yeah, it's it's the Ridley Scott one that was filmed in yeah. Ireland with Matt Damon. Matt da- with, with Matt, Matt Damon, Damon, yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm really going for this because of Ridley Scott. Um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's. I think it's gonna go horribly. And I, I yeah, know if, yeah, Blade Blade Runner is one of my favorite films, like if not my favorite film of all time. But I think it's gonna go horribly. I, I, to be honest, Ferg, I'm, I'm, I. I I am in agreement with you on that because <laughs> part of me, no, but that's that's why I'm kind of putting all my faith on Ridley Scott. But I'm just worried, you know, it's it's filmed in Ireland. I'm just kind of like, I I, I couldn't tell you the last movie that um in, in that um in that setting that has done so well, and I'm just kind yeah. of like, but again. It's a it's a great cast though, so it could, it could oh be unbelievable and, and it obviously unbelievable, unbelievable director as well. Yeah. But um, it it's it took so long, regardless of the pandemic, it took so long to 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 make this film. That's that's that, it. That I I'd be really well. worried about it. Yeah, yeah. No, the it, I have one or two other movies that I could have picked, and we'll talk about this after you have picked your final movie as well, because obviously I don't want to give you any. any yeah, well, we'll we'll give a, a a snapshot of what what's left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to lock that in. Um, the last jewel and Fergus, it's on to you. And then Butler, you'll be finishing us off. Do I have one left? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you want it? Old fashioned. Oh, Bj, you heard me. You heard me. Uh, yeah. So Ferg and Butler, you both have one left. One left. Oh, what I had two. Um. Oh, that that makes things interesting. Very interesting. I'm between two. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna go. All right, out of my two, I think one might be higher budget. Um, no, actually, I had three. One, I'm almost certain, is not going to be made. In I, I feel like it's going to be a banker, but it's it's definitely not going to be made in in 2021. It's going to be pushed out again, absolutely, because there's just just and I'll, I'll i'll say it at the end there's just not enough about this film there's no synopsis there's no even peak of a, a picture nothing about it so i would love to put it in but i don't think it's going to get made this year so that leaves me with two which is well again i saw the trailer for that i think it looks shite okay 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 i'm gonna go and this could be the final nail in the coffin for me, but I'm going to go for The Green Knight.
tell me a tale of yourself, so that I might know thee. Yet. You have none to tell yet. I fear I'm not meant for greatness. We all fear. But fear can be a gift. I think the trailer looks brilliant. Um, it's actually a film that I'm looking forward to. So not only for, you know, the draft, I hope this film is actually going to be really good. Um, so it's an epic fantasy film. Oh, starring yeah. This is your man. Dev Patel. Yeah, Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Eggington, um, it's one of the reasons I picked it was because it's an A24 film and I'm a big fan of their production like they, they tend to do quite well and I'm a big fan of their production company they do quite like really they pick up uh, a lot of uh, indie films and if I could name one from Butler would be the Florida Project that they picked up nice. and they uh, they distributed. Um, they they rarely pick a shite film, but this is a bit of a stretch in in terms of what they usually make. They're very a lot of the films they make are indie. They're social commentary. You know, they made ghosts, not ghost story, not ghost starring. Uh, <laughs> what's his face? Um, Patrick Swayze. Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze yeah. <laughs> um, not Patrick Swayze. Uh, it's a ghost story, which is, again, very, very highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, basically, it's a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Sir Gawain is the cousin of um, King Arthur, and it's like a, um, a, a kind of a fantasy film of that. The trailer looks unbelievable. Um, for an A24 film... It's their first kind of foray, I feel, into a larger budget, if that makes sense. Um, the CGI of it looks amazing. <clears throat> the, the Green Knight is this kind of thing that was written into uh, King Arthur mythology. Um, he's like this like 20-foot, yeah, solid uh, metal green knight that protects a, a, a certain artifact. Um, and King Arthur's cousin is have said to battle him, but um, the way it's done looks amazing. The trailer looks really good, um, and the CGI looks fantastic for the Green Knight himself. The Green Knight looks uh, equal parts terrifying and really cool, and I'll give it that. Like I mean, I think it's. Again, it's a it's a rank outsider. I had a couple of films that I thought maybe I'd throw in there as as bankers. There was one that I'm like, oh, that's definitely 
a banker. It's not, but I know for a fact it's not coming out this year. It's definitely going to be maybe summer 2022. So I'm going to go for the green light. I know you haven't seen the trailer. Give it a watch though. It's actually really, really, really interesting. Obviously, Deb Tell, who's a um, main film I haven't seen, which was the uh, Stum Dog Millionaire, which I was talking to you about Butler the other night. But um, I don't know. I think I think the film looks brilliant. Like it's it's equal parts, kind of sticks with the indiness of of A twenty four, but has uh, enough of a big budget for you know the Green Knight himself and and this kind of fantasy of England in like kind of like fog and mountains. It looks really good. I'm I'm hoping for it. It's it's a film that I want to watch. That's why I'm I'm really hoping for it. So I'm I'm locking in the Green Knight as my last one. Very good. And uh, Butler, take us home. Right. Well, I think I can put all my cards on the table here since you guys are finished up with what I got. Um, I'll rattle off. Like, there's ones we'll get into after this. Uh, none of us picked but I'll tell you what I have on my short list that's left is the Elvis film <sighs> another biopic the United States versus Billy Holiday which is due mm. out on who next well, yeah. it should be it should do well and the last movie I have it has no official release date it should have come out last year Um, I this is me all over this is just I, I like probably what the green eye is you this is for me Fergus it's called Those Who Wish Me Dead and it's directed by Taylor Sheridan who wrote the Scario movies Hell or High Water Wind River directed that as well he's David Hale mm. in Sons of Anarchy um no way yeah I didn't know that actually and I love Wind River and I didn't know he was in Sons of Anarchy yeah he's he's David Hale in that I think the deputy sheriff Fuck off. Yeah, he quit acting that, but yeah, he does he does all the behind the camera stuff now. That's brilliant. Cause I love I yeah, I know people aren't, but I'm a big fan of Sons of Anarchy. I know it can be a bit cheesy at times, but I'm a big fan. And uh, I love the, that film as well. The plot for this, which just again I love, like he really he, he also does that show uh, which I'm not really a big fan of Yellowstone, but he really kind of does these great kind of modern noir westerns. And this is another one. It's a female-driven neo-Western set against a wildfire in the Montana wilderness. A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him at a forest fire threatening to consume them all. Starring Angelina Jolie, Nicholas Holt, Tyler Perry, John Berenthal and Aidan Gillen. Mm, interesting cast. That's got a bit of spice to it. Now, the, the, the caveat to it is, will it be out this year? And will it be as highly rated as the United States versus Billy Holiday? Or will yeah. the Elvis one catch us all by surprise? No, interest. I, I hadn't even heard of that film actually. So um I like the left of, of Fields ones. Um I think I, I in total might have gone too much towards the you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna think of something that no one's thought of and and, and fuck myself. Because oh, that's what I was trying to do as well with Bruised and Jungle yeah. Cruise and that, and you know, Cook and Power the Dog. And you know, I like I, I had thought of Jungle Cruise as well, and I'm like, oh, it's the ones I've left out. This is probably the hardest, I was gonna say the hardest thing I've done in a while. <laughs> I'm not kidding, not. No, actually, you know what? 
<laughs> no, it was, it was, it was like I mean, like you know, decision wise, I, I feel like it was, it was difficult because you know I, I had all these options and I, I watched all these trailers. I must have watched thirty trailers in the last week, and you know, wrote, written them down and gone maybe this, maybe that. No, I don't like it because of this. I don't, I don't like it because of that. And it was difficult to nail something down. Do you know, I, I, I feel like maybe something I left out could do amazing. I'll just run through the um, the other big movies coming out this year, supposedly, and see why you guys took a, took a no on them. How come no one went with The Eternals, the Marvel movie? Because there's literally nothing about it. Um, I, I know Barry Kelgan's in it. I know um, your man uh, from Silicon Valley is in it. Um, I looked up about the uh, comic. Um, there was a TV show done of the Eternals, and it was shite. Did you see the TV show? No. Uh, the TV show. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the Eternals. Um, no, I. I could be killing myself here, but um, I'm pretty sure it was the Eternals. They did a TV show of it. Um, did you watch? Um, it was a. Kind of cowboy type, a Columbianus TV show about the building of the railroad in America. Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. Um, he's one of the main characters in the TV show. Um, and it went really badly, like really badly. And I mean, they didn't put a lot of money into it. Um, I could be wrong. I need to look. I need to look into that. I could be completely wrong, but I, I, I think. The Eternals, there just wasn't enough. And I feel like what Guardians of the Galaxy perfected that particular type of area of Marvel, so yeah, didn't feel the need to kind of jump in it. Gogan, did you consider it at all? Or? No, um, to be honest, it didn't, didn't do anything for me, and I was like, there's other movies out there that will probably get a better rating, so just stay away from it. Yeah. Um, what about... Uh, Coming to America. Did any of you guys think about that one? Uh, I watched it. Didn't want to risk uh, it. I actually thought the in the trailer it was a couple of funny jokes as well. Did you I've never seen it? it. I've never seen the first one, so I. What? I just think I just. I, know, I yeah. just think the first what? one. The thing is, the first one is fucking brilliant. It's yeah. hilarious, I think, and it's cla- will like it, will it? It's will Eddie Murphy's comedy work now? No, that's my. So. That's my um, worry. That's my worry. I like that they kept the same characters and I like that they're, you know, Eddie Murphy played like uh, Eddie Murphy and, and I can't remember your man's name. He had a TV show. Um, he had a talk show in, in Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall. Um, they both played multiple characters in the original film and they're both playing multiple characters in the new film. But it's like Gogum saying about um, the new Naked Gun, which Sorry, hold on. They cast Liam Neeson as Leslie Nielsen. And I'm like, is it just because they had similar sounding names that you cast him? Um, I think that's a horrible, horrible, horrendous idea. Um, I'm actually angry about it because I love the originals. Um, I don't think they could be remade. So should we wrap up with some movies that did make uh, the official list? Yeah, what was your on your shortlist, Gogan, that you didn't? 
so uh, yeah, I had one or two that, that were left there. Um, I had top, I had the new Top Gun down. I just didn't yeah. feel mm-hmm. it was. I, I just didn't want to bring it up. Um, I had um, Spiral, which is the Saw As movie. As did I. Which I, I just, I, I didn't want to take a gamble on it either. Um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it coming out. By the way, I just again. Uh, I didn't Chris like the, I didn't like those films though. Yeah, but it it it's I think it's gone a different way to the previous movies. It's directed by Chris Rock as well. I think. I, I thought it was, but I you know it's obviously going to go back. Yeah, to the yeah, same it, thing. It, it, yeah. Which, uh, which, which no, I like 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 I had spiraled down because I like as you said, Gogan's like a almost like an origin type thing. It's Chris Rock. Yeah. It's, uh, Samuel Jackson. It looks like it's quite well made. It looks kind of like well, a, it, it'd be um, good to see Chris Rock in a serious movie again, though. Yeah, well. no, like, no. It, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Like I had it in my reserves, and I had it in one of my like choices just in case, because I think it was it was almost like a. It looks like it's trying to be like a seven type job where it's very serious. Yeah, yeah. But but I think that halfway through the film, it's just going to revert back to the body kind of that's it tor- yeah. torture horror, which it was, which. Yeah, you know, if it's for you, it's for you. I don't enjoy it. I never enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I don't enjoy films. it either. Never enjoyed those films. Um, I also had... What else did I have on the list here? Because I had two movies down, and again, I just... Did. Is there a second Space Jam coming out? Yeah. That's not yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron James. Will it be out in time for this year? I didn't want to take a chance on it. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I also had Spider Man down as well, but again, yeah, I, that one I definitely don't yeah. think of, they don't even have a title yeah, for that. Yeah, didn't want to take the chance. Um, apart from that, then oh, I don't even want to say this one out loud. Uh, Cinderella down, but the reason why I had it down was because it, I think it's a Disney one. Uh, they've Camilla Cabela as Cinderella. I don't know, I just feel like it, it could have it could have done well, but again, just didn't want to take the chance on it. Um, one that I wanted to put in, but it's absolutely not going to be made this year, which is the Matrix Four. Oh yeah, um, it's it's it, there's no way, no way, there's no way that's getting made this year. It's too big of a budget, too big of a film. Um, the only other one that I had was Chaos Walking. What sorry? Did I have Chaos Walking? Don't know. Um, again, it's uh, Tom Holland. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, Daisy Ridley. Um, it was it was kind of one that I had up there. Kurt Sutter is in it. Nick Jonas. It's it's a bit of a weird cast. Um, Kurt Sutter who writes the Shield. Yeah, and of course Sons of Anarchy. Um, it was one that I had up there. It's based off a book that was made into a game that was remade into a film. It's kind of like. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, like it, the main characters are Daisy Ridley, who's obviously Star Wars, and um, her boy Tom Holland. Um, and, and it was going to be maybe one of my main ones. And I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of money behind this, but it, in my opinion, I would never watch it. So that's, I, I think it looks shite, in my opinion. So that's why I didn't put yeah. it in. Um, I forget a, a, a quick description a dystopian world where there are no women and all living creatures can hear each other's thoughts 
in a stream of images, words, sounds, noise. So basically, there's no women in this random future that they're in. Oh, I've seen the trailer for it actually. It yeah, looks, yeah, you definitely have. Yeah, kind of. Like. I don't know how to feel about it. It looks shy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of money behind it, but it looks crap, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Essentially, essentially, yeah, dystopian world, there's no women. Uh, Daisy Ridley is found out to be like one of the only women left alive. Yeah, and um, she can hear all their thoughts. Yeah, no, but like, um, all, all, all men apparently, um, their thoughts are like projected around their head. Of, of images and words and sounds called noise, um, I, I I I just don't understand how the film is yeah. going to work. It, it looks yeah, like I a agree. really cheesy, shitty sci-fi with a lot of money behind it. Uh, I could be wrong. It could be a blockbuster hit. Um, Reminds me of uh, Snowpiercer. I like Snowpiercer. Yeah, I did that. I did that on purpose. I did that on purpose. I was a fan. I was a fan. <laughs> but look, you know, yeah, I know. art, I know art is subjective. <laughs> but I know no, I, like, you, you've you've seen the trailer. You know, it looks mm-hmm. like there's a lot of money behind it. it looks a bit. It looks a bit shite, doesn't it? Yeah, looks. Yeah, to be honest, I you hit the nail on the head. How is it going to work? And if if the yeah. trailer annoys me, the movie will certainly annoy me. So uh, I think I think that's it. I think I had two more that I that I realized I did a butler on. Um, yes, you are a term butler. Uh, I did a butler on, which was uh, I realized. Oh no, there's a uh, rotten tomato score on that one. No, they were in the reserves, thank God. Uh, which was like the Mauritanian, which I think gonna be shit anyway, and I think it got a shite review, didn't it? Sixty-two. Yeah. Sixty-two. 62. Yeah. Glad I didn't take it. I threw it in there because I was like, oh, maybe people would pander to the fucking pure tripe that they're coming out with. And then another one called Without Remorse, which uh, there's no writing. It's um, uh, Creed. What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan uh, from our also our favorite show ever, Butter. The War. Friday Night Lights, how dare you? Um, without remorse, um, there's only a teaser trailer out for it, but uh, man, it looks pure crap. It's about like the US Army, very pandering shite. And I'll leave it there. Galvin, here's your full 10. Let this sink in if you're happy with it. Tell me if you're out, out of 10, out of 100% actually to keep the team going. How happy you are with this? Judas and the Black Messiah, Cherry, the French Dispatch. Last Night in Soho, In the Heights, Ghostbusters Afterlife, No Time to Die, The Little Things, Ray and the Last Dragon, and The Last Duel. Yeah, to be honest, um, I think it was going well three quarters of the way through. I might be struggling towards the end there. So, you know, I'll go 70, 75%. I think I think give a, a good, strong, you know, at least eight. Yeah. I'm definitely happy the way it worked out um, yeah. because I was very worried at the start when uh, after I picked my first movie, I was like, oh, fuck. There's some really good p- movies being picked out here. No, I, I robbed one or two from you, but I, I feel that you got like a nice few uh, bankers there, I think. Out of, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully out so. of the predicted a thousand points to win the jersey, what would you be happy with or what do you think I might come in? I know it's hard to say now, but 
800 points. Yeah, you're probably going to anything between 7 to 800, I think you'd be happy with. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you'd be consistently scoring on like 75%, 75%, something like that on average. So, exactly, exactly. Um, and to be honest, yeah, Jesus, I would have taken that before we went on air. So, um, <laughs> put, put, put me down for that. <laughs> okay, we that's it. We'll just do that. We, you don't even have to do it for the rest of the year now. Um, <laughs> Fergus, you're 10 and you can tell me how happy you are and what score do you think they might come in at. Candyman, Quiet Place, Part 2, Suicide Squad, Dune, West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, Boogie, Respect, Black Widow and The Green Knight. 875. 875 out of 1,000? Yeah. And how happy are you outside of 100 in general with your picks? Um, I feel like... I feel like I had a, I had a, a few in there that I thought were in my top ten. Um, I feel like I have more left of field than I had hoped for, but um, in general, I think I'm. I, I think I'm, I'm it wouldn't be so much sweeter to win to win it all with the left field picks, wouldn't it? That's what I'm thinking as well. To be honest, yeah. Like I mean, oh, you feel like I had a lot. If you don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you like, like I'm so indie, and then you fucking get fucking slapped in the ass because you thought you were great picking the fucking indie films. No, but look, um, you know there was one or two in there that you know I had in my top ten, and I might have picked, as I said, one of the, one of the ones that you picked. I think I had one that Goldman picked that I definitely had in my top ten. I think he had one each that I definitely would have had in there. And I think the rest were kind of subjective and maybe we were at a little bit of a, a kind of movement. But look, I'm happy enough. Hopefully the indies do me well. Um, and as you said, I think, you know, if it comes to the field, it'll be even nicer. I think that like I, I may have gauged what Rotten Tomatoes likes a little bit more than the average <laughs> film viewer. Sure. Um, and I'll rattle off my 10 here. Uh, Don't Look Up, The Many Saints in Newark, Mission Impossible 7, The Guilty, The Power of the Dog, Shang-Chi and The Legend of Ten Rings, Blonde, Bruised, that, they're two different films, Jungle Cruise and Those Who Wish Me Dead. Um, but look, um, we've all locked in our picks. We'll put them up on Instagram. Um, you guys can decide what or who you think's done the best, uh, who you think will come out on top. If you have any jerseys to recommend us, please feel free to add them in the comments. Uh, and we will, as the year rolls through, when these movies start getting released, we'll be putting up the scores. You'll see the polls. You'll see who's winning, who's losing. And, guys, I mean, this is a draft, and if you fancy any trades on the cards, you're always welcome. Go, I will give you... Jungle Cruise and Blonde. <laughs> yeah. Or I will give up Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's listening, I will give up Jungle Cruise. I'm, you know what? I don't want to change. I'm massively confident. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of a, an 875 at least. Interesting. Interesting. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to see how the Suicide Squad does for you. First. You know what? If uh, I lose, if I lose, I'll, I'll say it now. Um, I'll do some sort of forfeit. Uh, maybe like a shot or something on there. Um, we'll discuss it off air, but um, yes. I'm going to put my card in and say I'm winning. 
And I will put my card in and say I am not willing to do a forfeit in case I lose. But I'll uh, do a forfeit. I'll do it. I'm, I, I'm going to say, do you know what, right? Fuck it. I'm going to win this. Look, confident words from a, a scared man on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Are we but, off? Are, are we off? Oh, what? I'm not like us. <laughs> yeah, God, no one was listening. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be in? <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it off for tonight. Uh, as always, you can follow the Instagram page. We're available on all your Spotify's, your Apple's, Apple yeah, Music. We're on Anchor. We're on Google Podcast. You know, go out to the Instagram page, give us a like, and then you can see where we are. We'll we'll wrap it up for there. Have you a dirty? <laughs> <laughs>